0: Welcome to Shortcut to Sunday. I'm Ben. And I'm Bruce. And this is your podcast for November 17th, 2019. Proper 28th. And this is a special podcast, Bruce. How special is it? It's so special. Uh, this, uh, as, as uh, no one probably knows, uh, is actually our one year anniversary. Ah, cool. So, uh, thank you so much for putting up with me for a full year. Uh, uh, all the... Uh, all the uh, the the I do's that you did before we started the recording, I, I appreciate you sticking to it. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, our first podcast was November eighteenth, and so we have now come full circle. Uh, we started in year B, we're now in year C, right? And uh, almost finishing it. And and uh, oddly uh, makes makes it seem like uh, hey, I, we can actually do this. Yes. Podcast. <laughs> For all three years. It, this might actually work. We're in striking distance. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, so congratulations, uh, uh, not to us, but uh, to, uh, to uh, finding uh, content week <laughs> to week. Uh, and, and uh, hopefully I, I've said enough Yeah, uh, The Bible's pretty
1: things. good that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of material, a lot of material. A lot of material to work with it. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, so, so uh, happy one year anniversary to Shortcut to Sunday. Uh, and uh, thank you to, to uh, uh, all of our listeners uh, for, for making uh, that a possibility. One of the other uh, um, hallmark things that we actually passed this week uh, was uh, we hit our 2,000th listen, cool. uh, which is uh, kind of astounding uh, that, yeah. that that we've made it that far. Uh, so that's also
1: uh, really cool. Um, which so- keeps me from stealing the old car talk joke of <laughs> thank you to our listeners, both of you. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's
0: there's a lot more than two of yeah. you. There's yeah, at I don't least think two three. people would listen a thousand times. <laughs> right. So there's at least three of you. We're good. We're doing good. So um so yeah um let us move into uh, we're we're real at, really close to the end of the season here. Right. Um so but let me go into uh, the word of the day and usually I call it the stump the priest but this one I came across it and I don't think it's going to stump you but I like. That there's a definition for it, and I think that a lot of times that we don't know this word, what this word actually means, and uh, it is lauds.
1: Oh, morning prayer.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 So, but I mean, it's it, it, and did we shoot? Did we sing it this past week? Uh, All glory, laud, and honor? Uh, but but uh,
1: we we sung it in Easter season. I yeah. think that's usually when it's sung.
0: So a uh, lauds is the ancient service at daybreak in the monastic round of daily prayer. So uh, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know as if we necessarily knew uh, not m- how many people actually know that that is uh, the the, right. the, name uh, the for, terminology for the uh, for the Latin prayer. Uh, this morning service of praise always includes Psalms one forty eight to one fifty, in which the Latin word laudat or, yeah, laudate. Yeah. Praise is frequently emphasized. The name of this morning office is derived from the Latin term. The services of Matin, and here are other words that we probably could go into, Matins, Lauds, and Prime formed the basis of Cranmer's office of Mantins in 1549 prayer book, Uh, and the only reason which became morning prayer in uh, 1552 uh, the only reason I continue on in all those uh, words that have no meaning to most of us uh, is to point out that that the the that style of prayer of morning, uh, midday, and evening prayer uh, at the very least the, the version that we see now is a derived form going as far back as 1549.
1: Yeah, um, and with roots much much older. Than right,
0: that. right. But as far as being,
1: yeah. That particular structure. Yes,
0: exactly. So uh, yeah, like I said, the only real reason I bring that up is to to give you a sense of, of tradition there and, yeah. and, and how long, how far back that goes, which is uh, really impressive. So it's not, I mean, we always look at the prayer book and like, oh, this is, you know, 19, what is it? 1979. 1979. <laughs> 1979 prayer book. So this is what we've been doing for, you know, <laughs> you know wow, 40 years. <laughs> and it's,
1: it's more than that. Yeah. It's a lot more than that. How very American. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: There wasn't anything prior to 1979.
1: I mean, what happened then? Yeah, so in in the 1979 prayer book, there's morning prayer, there's noonday prayer, there's evening prayer, and there's Compline. And Compline, right. And Compline, uh, much to the surprise of the editors of the 1979 prayer book, has turned out to be the most popular of uh, what, as a group, are often called the daily offices. Mm -hmm. And if you've never looked at Compline, or prayed Compline. I recommend it highly, and you can you can look at it online. I know you can even download a, a Kindle version. Oh, sure. Um, to make it accessible to you, and it's a, a very brief little service, but uh, many many people through history found it very meaningful, and our yeah. own youth group loves it. I was just going
0: to say, here at Holy Family, we do we do a um, we 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 really enjoy Compline. We're kind of setting yourself right for the end
1: of the day, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Morning prayer is kind of hit or miss depending on the group, but yeah, yeah. But Compline's always a hit. Yeah, yeah. If you go to our Diocesan Retreat Center, that those are the pages in the prayer book that are worn out or the Compline ones because yeah. most groups really enjoy doing that when they have a chance. Very
0: good. Well, let's jump into our readings uh, uh, um, behind the scenes. One of the it, one of the things that we found fascinating before we started here, uh, so, so I'll give a shout out to uh, the, the the way lectionary is all put together. It, 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 mm-hmm nerds would find it fascinating and of of that group i count myself as one uh so this week uh is one of the rare occurrences and i don't think you and i had both said that we hadn't really seen them do this necessarily have you seen it no i I said you said it i I said i haven't seen it (laughs) i just hear myself which is uh yeah about right wonderful Uh, place to be Uh, and I've said it before on, on the podcast that we have, you, sometimes you have options. And this yeah. week uh, we have the option of Isaiah or Malachi. But the interesting aspect of that is if you go with the Isaiah reading, you substitute out the psalm and uh, there is a poem... Uh, from Isaiah chapter 12 and you read chapter 12 mm-hmm. and then that takes the place of Psalm which yeah. is which is, I, I don't know if we ever do that here very often if we ever take that tack there have been
1: a couple have there been a, a couple few couple times yeah
0: then uh, uh, this is me admitting that I had never noticed that before <laughs> so don't feel bad you at home I did not notice <laughs> yeah um, but we're not gonna go with Isaiah because uh, he's so old hat uh, we're gonna go with We uh, tantalize uh, them and then pull it away <laughs> that's right Yank. Um, We're going to go instead with Malachi, uh, chapter 4, verses 1 through 2a. See, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be subtle. Stubble. Nope. (laughs) Stubble. If only they were subtle. Subtle. Uh, When all the evildoers will be stubble, the day that comes shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. Um, Malachi. L- let's talk a little bit about Malachi, uh, at this Old Testament book that we don't get into very often. It's uh, not very long. This is the tail end of the book. Yeah, not four chapters. Yeah. Um, prophet,
1: I assume? Yeah. One okay. of the minor... But... Um, called Minor Prophets, not so much in the sense of unimportant, but just not one of the big three of Jeremiah, Isaiah, Job. Um, and it's you know, of the in the Hebrew Bible, in the Old Testament, it's the last book. Mm, okay. Uh, and so there's all sorts of interesting historical editorial reasons why it was put last. One of them being is that it does have uh, certain references to the end of time. Okay. So it's sort of like how in the Christian side, the New Testament um, ends with the book of Revelation, which mm-hmm. is also talking about end of time.
0: Very good. Um, so uh, and, and and through that lens, you do kind of see where this wording comes from. See, the day is coming, burning like an oven. All the arrogant yeah. doers will be uh, stubble, uh, uh, which is not beard stubble, but uh, <laughs> more of a more of a uh, more of a. Uh, uh, agricultural term as yes, far as... Uh, very much
1: an agricultural <laughs>
0: image. <laughs> um, uh, and it will leave neither root nor branch. Uh, but for you who revere my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. So it, it does kind of have a an apocalyptic feel to it, but it has mm-hmm. uh, uh, a, a uh, an uplifting end to the yeah. end of times uh, there. Um, I forget, is that the actual last verse of the.
1: No. It's not. There are three more? Um, it's almost. Mm. There are two more, well, three more verses after okay. that. And it's possible that they were not there originally. They're, Interesting. They're, they are called the postscripts. Mm. And part of it is that there was a certain amount of back and forth on. How to end the Hebrew scriptures? How to end you know, right? The they, way they like would have you said, been thinking of is the of end of the Hebrew yeah, scriptures. How do you end the Bible? Uh huh. And, and
0: and and in that light, Malachi was not written with that in no, intention in mind. So
1: no. it was after all these books have been collected or scrolls or however you want to have the image. Um, so the theory is is that one author at some point said, "Yeah, I don't want to." End it with this verse 3, which he wouldn't have said. He or she. Um, So I'm going to add this. Remember the teaching of my servant Moses, the statues and the ordinances that I commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. Hmm. And one of the interesting things about this is, first of all, it shows that this person uh, was very, very concerned with the primacy of Moses as um, the highest teacher of mm. the Jewish people, um, also that way the Bible ended with the word Israel. Hmm. So, pretty good word. Yeah. Um, and but then someone else said, "Yeah, something else I want to emphasize."
0: <laughs> oh, and one more thing. Yeah. One more thing.
1: Yeah. P.S.S. Lo, I will send you the prophet Elijah before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. He will turn, and this is the nice part. He will turn the hearts of parents to their children, and the hearts of children to their parents. So I will not come and strike the land with a curse, though in Hebrew, curse is not the last word. Mm. Um, So in this one, it's a tradition that more is emphasizing the prophets rather Mm. than Moses. Gotcha. So each kind of got their own uh, closing argument. Right.
0: And one one more thing.
1: (laughs) Moses is great, but let's not forget Elijah. Right. (laughs) Uh, I wonder
0: if there was like a lot of extra, like, uh, extra back and forth. Cause as it, it, as you have a conversation, if you've ever had a conversation with somebody who can't not be the person to say the last, right?
1: <laughs> but also Moses. Yeah. <laughs> and Elijah. And Elijah. <laughs> yeah. Back but, and forth. But mostly Moses. <laughs> or Elijah gets to be their last. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so, because as- the, and there was there, cause there is within. Within the scriptures and the New Testament echoes this, there's the image of Elijah being the prophet who does appear to announce the end of time. And mm. so in the Gospels, we do have Elijah appearing to Jesus. Mm. And so, I mean, that's right. yeah, so yeah. extremely, extremely mm-hmm. strong tradition. Yeah. And of course, there's all the connections between Moses and Jesus. So, um in theory, this argument could continue. Continues into the New Testament. Oh yeah, definitely continues into the New Testament without doubt. But I mean, it could continue within yeah. ourselves as mm-hmm. um, spiritual people to see which which one does resonates with us on yeah this day.
0: Because the correct answer is Moses um, <laughs> Elijah. <laughs> how uh, when when was uh, the book of Malachi uh, written? Because it was this was this also chronologically near the end, or was uh, it, was it just kind of Decided like no, I like the way this works and this will be like the 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 cap on on our on our Hebrew
1: It it was probably no, it's not it's far from the last one written Um, But it because it's talking about End of time things Mm -hmm. it was the its theme that caused it to be placed at the end rather than the time of composition gotcha like with most of the Bible the different books don't really have much to do with when they were created when they mm-hmm. were written down as much as let's get the themes going in the right helpful order yeah
0: it's a it's kind of a, a literary just a, a narrative decision uh, to put these the, the books in these orders uh, yeah um, but uh, which sometimes uh, uh, in timeline order m- does work and makes sense uh, you know if you're telling stories about the um the formation of uh, uh, some sort of issue mm-hmm. that, that that the uh the the Israelites have as part of a nation you're not going to put that before they actually become right. a nation that doesn't make right. too much sense um but uh, but yeah
1: so uh anything else about Malachi um one little thing for Christians that it it ends with this uh piece about Moses and Elijah and the way the Christians constructed the Bible, um, Mark comes next. Mm. And so you go, if you're reading straight through, you would go from um, Elijah being mentioned in Malachi and then Jesus very quickly announcing Elijah is coming as well. Interesting. So there's, um, in the formation of the Christian Bible, there was a, a great desire to have continuity. Mm-hmm. Between the end of the Bible as the Christians knew it, which was only the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and this new chunk that they were adding on. Interesting. So they
0: they they had started with Mark. Instead of, yeah. Instead of Matthew.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mark's the oldest gospel.
0: Very interesting. All right. Well, let's uh let's move on to 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 through 13. <clears throat> now we command you, beloved. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to keep away from believers who are living in idleness and not according to the traditions that they receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us. We were not idle when we were with you, and we did not eat anyone's bread without paying for it. But with toil and labor, we worked night and day so that we, may, we might not burden any of you. This was not because we did not have that right, but in order to give you an example uh, to imitate for even when you were with, when we were with you, we gave you this command: Anyone unwilling to work should not eat. For we hear that some of you are living in idleness, mere busybodies, not doing any work. Now such persons we command and exhort in the Lord Jesus Christ to do their work quietly and to earn their own living. Brothers and sisters, do not be weary in doing what is right. So um, this this uh reading kind of does delve into the faith faith versus acts uh kind of debate a little bit right because it talks about it, idleness and it's been taken that way y- yes i'm
1: not saying that it was intentionally <laughs> don't worry I'm not, yeah. I'm not setting you up there. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's it has been used as the faith versus works it has been used um in all sorts of, it's been spiritualized mm-hmm. in all sorts mm-hmm. of ways, which at times is helpful. But really, Paul is just giving a practical direction here. Right. That you don't get to sit around just because you're now a follower of Christ.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: And one of the things to keep in mind is that there was a tradition uh, within the the wider community, the non-Christian, non-Jewish community, of having folks who were essentially living off other people in order to be deeply spiritual people. Mm. And I, you know, I'm saying this is a parish priest whose salary is paid by parishioners. So um, I'm aware of mine.
0: I don't, <laughs> I earmark mine for other things. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Especially <laughs> after a year doing this. <laughs> I'm just uh, not yeah. getting my money's worth. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so there, and so that was a real issue of mm-hmm. once you become appropriately focused on Christ, you still have to work, right? Do you still have to be what we might call a productive member of society, right? And so Paul is emphatically saying, yeah, you you do have to work, you don't get to um, simply be spiritual and let other people worry about the nuts and bolts of daily life,
0: hmm. Well, and I kind of, I also kind of wonder, considering the context of uh, of the timing, uh, Second Thessalonians would have been, uh, again, uh, as we've discussed before, a collection of writings that we believe are actually attributable to Paul. Right. Um, but would have been written in timing after Jesus' death. Oh yeah. And one oh, of the Paul's prominent, stuff, one of the prominent uh, uh, factors at that point in time uh, was that. There was a lot of belief that it was, we're almost done.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so
0: the, uh, uh, this is, this is his, d- during that period of time, he's kind of, it kind of feels to me like he's trying to combat that of like, yeah, look, don't, don't, you know, pull back the red carpet and
1: be like, all right,
0: we're almost done. You know, let's yeah. wrap up. Let's, you know, break down the tables and chairs and put them away and, yeah. you know, just live yeah. off
1: our savings. Exactly. Yeah. You know,
0: just uh, let's flip by, uh, this is kind of a, a reminder of like, don't, you know, that's not. That's still not what you're called to right. do, even if it is tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, even if this all ends, you're still, as God's creation and through all the stuff that we've learned and talked about, uh, um, uh, different ways to think and act uh, uh, from, from uh, Christ's teachings, it, nowhere in that does it say, like, we're almost done. You can relax now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't have to be nice to each other. You don't have right. to still you know proclaim uh god and be a light uh, yeah, on on a hill you have done we're 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 good job we're good done. enough yeah job done <laughs> the, the thermometer has been uh, fully filled out and <laughs> we've accomplished our goal and unfurled mm-hmm. the banner and we're we're good um so that that's kind of what kind of stands out to me in reading that is thinking of that mindset of that would have been a, a, something that you would have strongly had to combat Yeah. Of like hey th- you know,
1: and it's interesting. everyone thinks we're almost done. We're if, that doesn't matter. Yeah, when you when you consider the the entirety of Paul's letters that we have, there it's interesting how well, and therefore why I think he really was inspired by the Holy Spirit, how well he navigates that tension. Mm. Um in some of his very practical advice about do you get married, do you not get married, things like that. He never says that. Christ isn't coming back for a long, long time, so we got to keep this thing going. Right. Instead, it's much more of a we don't know. I mean, very much following the teachings of Christ, we don't know, and so we keep living as if we're going to live a long, long time, uh-huh. even as we're ready not to live another day. Right. And yeah, I think that's part of the genius of Paul's theology. <clears throat> and so this, yeah, this is one of those places where nope, you got to keep living as if we're going to live a long, long time even if it may only be one more day. And one mm-hmm. of the practical dimensions of it in terms of evangelism is that if these Christians, first of all, became idle, to use the word here, they would not have credibility with the non-Christians. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the evangelism efforts would be uh, thoroughly undermined.
0: That Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, it, uh, it's hard to go forth if you're not going anywhere. Not, <laughs> if you're on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, that's and and it's interesting that you bring uh, bring up that that point of of uh, not necessarily knowing because we kind of get that uh, from some of Christ's own words. Yeah. Uh, the 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 story about the um, the wet, the 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 wedding. I'm trying to remember exactly where that was, but the uh, um, keeping your your lamps trimmed yeah. and burning because you know and and the bridesmaids oil, basically the bridesmaids yeah. uh, and waiting wedding for story. the groom. Yeah. Because you never know the time or hour. Yeah. And that wasn't Christ saying like, uh, okay, you know, it'll happen here. Yeah. And then
1: we're almost done. He he himself said like, you're not going to know. Yeah. And he says, even I don't know. So it's not like you. I mean, I I could picture, you know, I'm trying to cut off all those questions you're going to ask me in the next paragraph of. Right. Yeah. But really, when is it? Right. When is it? Who's gonna
0: sit at your right hand? Yeah. These are the things that we. When do we overthrow the Romans? Yeah. Uh, when, when do we? When do we? When do we establish our own nation again? Mm-hmm. When do we? You know, uh, these are the questions that we have, and and this is uh, uh, very much like last week's uh, reading, uh, talking about Job. Uh, this is still that that's the granular level that mm-hmm. does not matter. That's not right. you're focused on the wrong stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, you're gonna to have to be prepared to continue on, and, yeah, and not have end in sight.
1: Yeah, and that that's. That's how we spread the love of Christ for all the world Mm -hmm. is by continuing on with our daily lives and being good Christians day in and day out and just the everyday um, existence. Right.
0: Which in, 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 in to be all in all honesty, it it can sometimes make it harder and sometimes make it easier. If we knew when Mm -hmm. the time was you, we would be a lot more productive, I think, and be like, Hey, I, you know, I'm. I have a reckoning coming. I'm gonna be really nice, and you know. And when did you write your term papers? <laughs> like, last minute. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, I did. Yeah. That was me. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if you know the time, then you then you know when to act. And if you don't know the time, that makes it harder mm-hmm. uh, um, um, to kind of stay in the. You know, yeah. and this could be well outside my lifetime, and, and, mm-hmm. and statistically, we've had two, you know over two thousand years of experience to say it. Chances are, it will continue to be outside my lifetime.
1: Yeah, and of course, there's also the dimension of just our our personal lifetimes. We don't we don't know when it is we're going to drop dead, right? And so that's that's the way we can easily apply it today the idea of not knowing when the world ends. We don't know when our world ends, right. our personal world, and therefore should be ready at any time to um, end this life on earth and feel like we've lived a faithful, fulfilled life. There you go. Don't day, be, day by day.
0: Don't be idle with your faith. That's right uh luke then unless there's uh, anything more for
1: the- second thessalonians better just stop while we're ahead <laughs> or or not before we get further behind <laughs> luke <gonna> chapter ta- <laughs> avoid all tangents luke
0: chapter 21 verses 5 through 19 when some were speaking about the temple how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to god he said as for these things that you see the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another all will be thrown down They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he. And the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must must take place first. But the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, "'Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. "'There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famines and plagues. "'And there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. "'But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. "'They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, "'and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. "'This will give you an opportunity to testify. "'So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance.' for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be, be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. Um, so this, in this reading, it almost does kind of have like a revelations end of time kind of a feel feel to it uh and i and i know that some people have even uh inter internally interpreted this as or personally interpreted this as like uh he's even though he's saying you're 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 not going to know the time he starts laying out the groundwork for Mm -hmm. when the time is going to be uh but as you read the whole the whole uh, uh section that we have here you kind of start to realize what he's saying is there will be lots of things that will make you feel like it's the end of times, right. and you will, you know, even to, down to the point where um, you'll be persecuted and sometimes put to death, and your family members might even turn against you. And all of this is not a sign. Right. Is that's really the, what he's saying.
1: That's the punchline.
0: Uh, is that it's it's not uh, uh, stop and 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 you almost wish that he would take a moment to go and stop trying to guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just stop it. <laughs> is it today is it tomorrow it doesn't matter
1: (laughs) (laughs) again it doesn't matter again it Mm -hmm. doesn't matter
0: yeah Yeah. um but uh, uh but i'm i'm also curious though um when he talks he does talk about you know persecution and 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 all this uh but then says but not a hair on your head will perish um and yet we know that there was plenty of hairs on heads that perished. Uh, uh, so, so what was any, any idea what he was possibly meaning there? Because uh, uh, as far as persecution goes, there were a fair number of, uh, uh, of people who, who uh, uh, had, did experience harm in that, in that regards. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. And perish does not just mean, in this context, does not just mean physical death. Mm-hmm. It also is supposed to be one of those things that, well, I mean, it's supposed to make you pause like it has.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. So
1: that you start, so that the reader, the listener will say, wait a minute, this doesn't mean what I thought it would mean. Um, where it's not, I'm a superhero who gets to jump out of the. Right. Um, I'm Luke Cage. I'm, yeah, I'm the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get to go into Hulk mode. Uh, and so it's, like a lot of the readings we've had in the last few weeks, it's about redefining what life is. Mm. That life is not simply our dozens of years on earth with our DNA successfully replicating itself internally and all that sort of thing, staying healthy. But instead it's about our eternal existence that God has promised. Mm. And that in Christ we are even more assured of that continuance, and therefore we should have a perspective on existence that is eternal, rather than just what's going to happen. No matter how bad it is, that's what's about to happen. That if we have the eternal perspective, it will be much easier to go through all of these civil unrests and natural disasters and personal persecutions. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: was was he actually? Uh, was was Jesus actually? Um, still doing a little bit of, uh, of, of foretelling. Uh, I mean, the way the verse starts out, uh, it does talk about how uh, he goes into this speech after seeing how uh, ornate the temple was. Yeah. And uh, um, not that it was, it, in hindsight, uh, being twenty twenty. not that that should have been that much of a shock for someone to predict that, hey, this temple that's been torn down several times already, <laughs> It's going to happen again. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the whole Old Testament stories of, uh, of establishing a nation and then being mm-hmm. conquered and then establishing a nation and then being conquered, conquered. again uh, is going to continue. Um, uh, um,
1: but no one thinks it's going to happen to them. That's right. That's
0: right. But that's in the past. That was.
1: Um,
0: so is, is, he, is he really... It, it, I, I, I'm curious your thoughts. Is he really uh, uh, doing some fortune telling here of of, of the future, or is he uh, preparing them for this argument? Of 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 uh, uh, you clearly have grounded yourself in the here and now of this of this place by ornately decorating it, and that shows to me that you have the wrong focus here because it's not about this place or its standing or The the, Mm -hmm. the things here on earth, it's...
1: Well, and once again, it's yes to both. Okay. Where one of the things that's interesting is that this um, teaching appears in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all three. Okay. So it's a biggie. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that we know is that Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the Gospels, were not written down until after the temple was destroyed. Okay. So... People were about, I remember Jesus talking about this. And mm-hmm. there it is, destroyed. and bur- Literally what happened was the Romans pushed over the stones and then set the debris pile on fire. Mm. And I think burned it beforehand, too. I mean, they, they did everything they could to eliminate the existence of the temple, knowing how important that was to the Jewish rebellion. Gotcha. As the, the inspirational center as well as the religious center. And political center. So the destruction of the temple was traumatic to Mm. all of the people who were Jewish and Christian. Um, At that point, they would have been both. Any Christian would have been Jewish as well, probably. So that was a major trauma that the early church had to deal with to show that they had to explain why that did not mean that God had abandoned them. Gotcha. Uh, So that's why it had to be addressed mm-hmm. um, but also it, it is that teaching just as you described of yeah this this building is grand it represents things that are amazing fantastic artistic accomplishment but it's temporary compared to the kingdom of God
0: right yeah um, I was trying to think I had another question then it escapes me yeah um, Oh, uh, I, I was I was struck by verse for, uh, fourteen. Very very much uh, speaks to myself. Uh, uh, so, so make up your minds not to pre- prepare your defense in advance. <laughs> you love that. Don't don't prepare. <laughs> just just wing it. it. This is Jesus. <laughs> Justifying all the intuitive this is, workers. This is the the, the portion of uh, the gospel reading that I will point to my wife every time, that she's like, "You never prepare for anything." Jesus told me not to.
1: Yeah, that's only if they're hot brands being waved in your face, though. <laughs> uh, and the lions are roaring in their cages to eat you. And, well, in that case, you don't have to do I don't your. Oh, that sounds
0: that sounds kind of familiar. Um, uh, no, I, I'm just kidding. Love you, honey. But it,
1: um, <laughs> but it but it is. The thing of, once again, Jesus saying, rely on God. Even uh, in the worst moment, don't rely on a nice prepared speech because it will be just way too tempting to soft pedal what your beliefs are in order uh, to save yourself. Yeah. Instead, rely on God, rely on the Holy Spirit, and you'll be given the strength to say the difficult truths to power.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this will give you an opportunity to testify. Um, yeah which is not ideal uh, not not the ideal uh, setting for uh, testifying in my personal opinion I'd much rather have a more cordial uh, interaction um, but
1: uh, yeah you know, over coffee at Starbucks that would be a lot nicer yeah that sure would uh, but uh, but yeah so but uh, probably less credibility a little little well,
0: I, don't, I don't know if I carry any credibility but that's <laughs> <I've> wasted that <laughs> at this point um, but yeah so uh, so so a very eternal uh, uh, a uh, which we've yeah. kind of hit the past couple of weeks, so like again and again mm-hmm. and again of like not that, not this, but that. Not, and there's a here reason for that. Later. Oh,
1: that I don't think I've mentioned this the um, last few weeks. I might have mentioned it a year ago. And that's the that Advent, the season that this year will start on the first Sunday in December, the four week season leading to Christmas mm-hmm. used to be longer. Hmm. And we are now in in the weeks, which used to be Advent. Okay. And so we are getting a running start on the Advent themes of the end of the world. So even though we don't call it Advent, Mm -hmm. it looks like Advent. It sounds like Advent. It reads like Advent. But it's not Advent. (laughs) Uh, Advent was designed to be a season in which... We start the new church year mm-hmm. with a consideration of how all this is going to end, all of existence is going to end, to give us that eternal sense, even as we're acknowledging that another year has passed and twelve, a new set of 12 months is beginning. Mm. Uh, people, people want it to be the same length as Lent. And so I gotcha. it used to be 40 days mm-hmm. and consequently seven Sundays. And... So we're in the the original Sundays the original Nevada. Advent, hmm.
0: much like a, much like the temple, the year gets built up and then taken down. Taken down, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Even
1: uh, liturgical seasons don't last
0: <laughs> exactly uh, because that's not the point. Yeah, that's yeah, not, that's not the point. At the end of the day, well, very good. Oh, uh, well, all done. I think all done. I think all done Uh, for, I all done uh well, I'll then, leave something for the sermon. Uh, that, that, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness well um uh before we do our usual sign off i do want to say one more time thank you so much for for supporting us yeah uh, uh over the past year uh i know speaking for myself i have had a uh, tremendous time uh, uh learning and uh, basically getting the opportunity of having a private Bible study with uh, with my priest here. Uh, it has been a tremendous uh, uh, joy for me over the past 52 weeks. And I'm looking forward to the rest uh, of, of, of this. And then eventually he'll get tired of me and we'll <laughs> run reruns or something. Uh, but <laughs> but, yeah, but you,
1: uh, I could literally talk about probably any chapter in the Bible over, you know, at least 20 times and still see new stuff. Huh. Well, <laughs> which makes you go what <laughs> no well I, I know i know for
0: our interactions a lot of a, a lot of the teaching comes from my weaker moments <laughs> does this mean this no not really no it doesn't <laughs> but it does mean but uh, but yeah so uh uh, uh hopefully you have uh, you you at home have uh, uh, gained some insight and it's been uh, of some use to you uh, even if it is to simply laugh at at, at the, the fallacies of my thought process. Uh, but uh, 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 thank you so much for for joining us, for giving us uh, all these listens. And uh, we will continue to try to uh, uh, have some fun discussions for you moving forward. So yeah. uh, with that, I will say that this has been your podcast for November 17th, 2019. Uh, and we look to, forward to seeing you hopefully uh, at one of the services between uh, either 8 or 10. And uh, uh, until the
1: next time, I'm Ben, and I'm Bruce. I'm going to give one quick plug. Um, a week from, I'm sorry, on this Sunday, for which the podcast is, we'll be doing a nine o'clock session live, uh, only in person on original sin. Ooh, original an it?
0: original session on original sin.
1: Is it or ain't it? Mm. Yeah, that would be in nope. person though. Nope
0: we gotta we gotta end it. we gotta end it anyways. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, look forward to that. All right. Well then, uh. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.